0: Gay space.
1: Oh. Uh, welcome to Gay Space. Welcome back to Gay Space. Yes, we are here. It's going to be a really exciting episode. Uh, one of my favorite people ever is here. That's you, Mike. Thank and then you. my other favorite person is here. <laughs> Give it up for Lila McCann. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so, we're so excited that you're here. This is yes. going to be Thanks. a great episode. And it's our first actual working YouTube episode.
2: Mm-hmm. I know we said um, we were on <laughs> YouTube last week. Uh, sorry, Blake. You lied. We yeah. sure
1: did. It, like halfway <laughs> through recording, the camera had just shut off. So we oh. got, what, like 10 it minutes? It recorded 20
2: minutes. Yeah. And then as the battery was dying, the um, the flash, or not the flash, the um, shutter was going off. And we're like,
1: what is that? Oh, well, that <laughs> doesn't a, work too well. There's a ghost in this house. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so... Anyways, I'm excited for YouTube. Uh, I'm excited to have you here. Thanks. Thanks for coming all the way to my home. Thanks for
3: the rosé. <laughs> Absolutely. Very
1: welcome for that. I like to come here because he gives me vodka.
3: <laughs> oh, so you're the asshole that took all the ice. Okay. Good I to sure know.
1: Did.
2: I He's sure the did. reason we found out that uh, our ice machine is not working.
3: <laughs> well, I found out recently with ours that if you need to replace the filter and you get past 30 days... Just quits making ice. Oh.
2: We were like, okay. Maybe that's what's wrong with yours. I don't know. It's a piece know. of shit fridge, so it's probably not that. You never know.
1: We rent this place. so <laughs> Mine uh, makes an absurd amount of ice, so if you don't turn it off, I'll just open the freezer and it's just full and it just falls <laughs> on the floor. I'm like, okay. And it's
2: just looking at you like, what? I did what you told yeah. me to do.
1: Wait, It's like on. chasing the ice cubes around. It's it's a lot of fun in our house. It's a clown house. <laughs> that's all it is. Well, we're so excited that you're here. Let's get into it. Are you ready? I am. Do you have
2: all of your questions prepared? Yeah, I've got a whole half bottle of wine in my cup. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> Mommy's ready. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Mommy's always ready here. <laughs> I bought these little, I don't know, do you guys go to Costco? Yeah, okay. of course. Um, they had a summer wine box. It was 12 half bottles of wine.
3: You know, I think I saw that a few weeks ago. Um,
2: it was on sale. It was 50 and then it was 30. And I was like, all right, fine. But they're from like all over Europe. And they're really good. Yeah, and I haven't had one that I didn't like. And a whole half bottle fits in this little cup right here.
3: (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors. (laughs) Exactly, tiny little wine
2: bottles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. God.
2: Anyways, yes, I'm ready. Let's do this.
1: (laughs) All right, we're good. Mm. I'm gonna hit you.
2: (laughs) <laughs> now they can see your abuse on camera.
1: I know. Uh, Lila, welcome. We have the most professional setting. I don't know if you've noticed. I like it's it. It's so exciting. Uh, and this is our friend, Melissa. Melissa is here. Melissa she's, looks good. She's ready to party. Mm-hmm. Um, I she got her. her lashes did. Just I was going to say, this. I love her drag queen lashes. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, so you are you're a multifaceted person. You're a singer. You're a real estate agent. You're a mom. You're married. What's, what's it like being you on a normal day?
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> most days it's pretty normal and kind of boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it depends on the day of the week, I suppose. <laughs> um, I only have my children half the time, so yeah. they're, they keep me busy when they're around. And school just started. Hopefully they will be able to oh, yeah. stay in school because l- I am not a homeschooler oh. mother.
2: Oh, yeah. What was that like last year? It was year?
3: hellacious.
2: <laughs>
3: um, I love my children, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know if I love them that much. Right. Um, no, I'm to be teacher. It, it was hard, yeah. yeah. Absence makes the heart go front. Right? I mean, sure. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that today, actually. So I was waiting in the pickup line for the second time.
1: Right. <laughs> How long have they been in school now? Just like a week and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a welcomed break for you mm-hmm. though, isn't it? <laughs>
3: Especially after because you know they went back last spring, but they only went back in February and then they were out, you know, in May. So Oh my god. So they were out March like right after the tornado. Yeah. And then COVID hit and so then we didn't send them back last fall. We mm-hmm. wanted to wait a little while and kind of get a temperature for how things were going to be and we decided to wait and then by thanksgiving we were like okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> the time everybody go back <laughs> bye um so yeah so it was a long it's a long year <laughs> has it been something where you're like i really enjoyed relearning things or is it like i don't ever want to do this no
3: again. because they don't teach them the same way
1: oh that's like well the math oh. is different for sure so
3: common core math is like But I I don't know how to do that. I'm like, stack it up like this. And then they break it apart 20 different ways. And he's like, this was so much easier my way. And I'm like,
1: carry the fucking one,
3: man. It's not Not that hard.
1: uh, Our friend Ben was trying to teach it to me one day. because I was like, I don't have kids. I never will. But I want to know what they're doing. And um, I like got into two seconds of it. And I was like, we're good. I'm just going to multiply on my fingers. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Did they give you like tools
2: to help teaching or was it Zoom classes well, and you were just kind of answering
1: <clears throat> I
3: mean, I was not really teaching them. It was really a matter of making sure they were getting their stuff done. But they mm-hmm. had, yeah, they had live classes during the day and then breaks. And then Tennessee, I think as the whole state, we had a curriculum that mm-hmm. was for the whole state. So we could, the kind of the cool thing about that is they've stayed on that curriculum Oh, nice. So now I can totally stalk my kids to make, especially the seventh grader, to make sure he's turning in all of his stuff. And when he lies, I'm oh. like, that's not what my app says. <laughs> oh.
1: So oh, that'd be that's kind of fun. I'm very glad that we didn't have that when I was in high school or no. middle school. Because did you turn in, were you a homework kid or a test kid? I was, I, I loved doing homework, but I would, I was a procrastinator. So I would mm. wait till the last minute and I would do it. But then I would forget it sometimes or I would just not turn it in Yeah, because I'm a crazy person. In
2: high school, I was always catch me in the halls, like filling out mm-hmm. the work she on does. The, like, yeah. the kid on the bus in the <laughs> yeah. morning. I hate homework. I think yeah. it's so st- I'm just a. am a test taker. Like I'm good at taking tests, but I just never got the point of why am I doing busy work? Yeah. If I get it, I get it. If not, do not,
1: I don't know. I like busy work.
3: I would take busy work over a
2: test any
3: Oh, day. for
1: sure. Yeah. I would rather do it at home. Unless it
3: was like a verbal test. I used to be able to BS my way through those with flying colors. <laughs> like, wonderfully. But
1: <laughs> Did you ever do, like, debate or anything like that? No, I was a cheerleader. Oh! Uh.
3: I was a track runner and a cheerleader. Oh, that's so. awesome. Now, you where did you grow up? I grew up outside Seattle. Oh, so wow. I grew up in a little town called Stillicum. Wow. Which was the first incorporated town in the state of Washington? Oh, wow. was incorporated in 1901.
2: <laughs> cool. Where, where um, in relation to Seattle? So
3: south of Seattle, just like 15 minutes south of Tacoma, which is so not far, oh, okay. like 30 minutes. My
2: mm. um, grandparents are uh, live in Bremerton. Oh yeah. So my mom grew up in like Port Orchard.
1: Oh yeah, yeah I know so that area. I was like Tacoma. Sweet. That's close. Yep. You're a very West Coast person. Like you we were. Where were you born? Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. And then you have family all over. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. awesome. All of my family is from Tennessee and Kentucky. Yeah, well. My
2: favorite part about going to that—I mean, that area of the country—is you get off the plane, and once you leave the airport area, you're like,
1: the air is just fresh. Air. Oh yeah. It's just. Well, you got to worry about the vampires though. <laughs> Careful in the forest, right? They all sparkle. You should see them, right? Isn't that what? Yeah, that's exactly how us? it works. What brought
2: you? I think I know the answer, but what brought you to Tennessee?
1: Um. Well.
3: <clears throat> music brought me to Tennessee originally in the in the, in the late 90s, <laughs> mid-90s. I'm aging myself. It's okay. Um, 40s just around the corner. Yeah. I'm just breathing it all in. Um, but yeah, I came here for music in the 90s, and then I <clears throat> didn't want to move to Nashville from mm-hmm. Seattle because I thought it was too country. So I moved to Los Angeles for two years, which was just a, you know, I was 18. It was a complete and utter waste of money (laughs) because I was here all the time working. Um, So then I just, I gave in in 2002 and moved here. So I've been here almost 20 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I'm really like, if you count the number of years lived, I'm more from Tennessee than I am from Seattle, Mm -hmm. but I am, I'm from Seattle.
1: But there's also, I mean, right. your thought process, though, I I still feel it, like the, the barefoot and pregnant outside smoking a cigarette. That's what I grew up around, yeah. so you're not wrong. I mean, I moved here, and my friends were
3: like, is Nashville, like,
1: are there cow pastures? And I'm like, what are
3: you, I mean, yeah, 10 minutes south of town, right. but not, yeah. like, downtown. So, you know. One and the, I think people still have that
1: misconception. Oh, for sure. You know. Because we're we're the south they're definitely we're also landlocked so it's oh kind of oh, like it's in the worst isn't it we are lucky though that we're only eight hours from a beach that's true so that's nice. Agreed. but yeah you, you say that uh,
2: one of the first times my friends visited me after i moved here for college they were like i don't know what i was picturing but it was more like four buildings in the middle of a field and that's yes. what nashville was i was like uh
1: no what? you know <laughs> probably doesn't help that you had cows at the time Shut
0: up. You had
3: cows?
1: <laughs> no. Oh, I'm like, can we they talk more about south. that? That sounds
3: exciting.
2: I grew up, most of my life was like south side of Chicago. So I grew up in a very, very urban setting. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when I moved here, like everyone was like, we're going to the south. My um, friends pitched in and bought me a guitar when I moved here. Like, we were well, going to Nashville. Is that, you that the guitar, guitar I
1: have? Uh, no. For some reason, I decided during quarantine I was going to learn to play guitar. You know, just pick it up. Yeah. Really easy. I can't do one thing on that thing. I just look at it. It's so pretty.
3: It's cute though, yeah, isn't like,
1: it? Good but photo I look so
3: cute playing it <laughs> in this picture.
1: I just put someone else's playing behind it and she's just still a <laughs> I'm just doing great, fingers. you guys. <laughs> now you're a singer um, and an amazing singer at that. Thank like, you. yeah, you're one of my absolute, you know, this. you're one of my favorites. Um, what, what started that for you? What was that like? Were you just walking around the house singing and, or,
3: um, no. So my mom got remarried for the third time mm-hmm. when I was eight and married my stepdad who later adopted me. Um, and he was a musician. So he was, mm-hmm. we grew up right outside of a military base. He was in the army and at that point was retired. But while he was in the army, he had started a band cause they were just like looking for a good time Mm -hmm. and um so they used to play at like the vfw and the eagles and the elks and all those kinds of places and um none of my siblings were musical or interested in it and i saw an opportunity (laughs) Ah, this is me i was the youngest and the favorite anyway um but yeah so i kind of expressed interest at a young age with that and then you know, we just bartered, like I would get up and sing songs and then we'd go to Kmart and I'd get a new Barbie doll. So it worked, it worked out well. That's for me. awesome.
0: Though. Um,
3: and so that's kind of how it started. And then, you know, they would travel around kind of the state and do mm-hmm. shows. And I would, I was able to sing with them until 10 o'clock because at 10 o'clock minors couldn't be in the building anymore. So I would go in with them at nine and mm-hmm. sing during the first set. And then I would go home. Um,
1: <laughs> a that's how it time. all started.
3: um, <laughs> And met the manager that I worked with at the time Mm -hmm. through like at one of those clubs. She was a L.A. woman, but her parents lived in Washington and were friends with my parents. Mm -hmm. And she came out one night to see me sing. And um, I'm only going to tell this because I know you'll think it's cute, David. Um, (laughs) She asked me who I like wanted to be when I grew up. And I told her I wanted to be the next Reba McIntyre. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I love Reba. (laughs) Yeah. She's the best. So, um, yeah. So that's how it started. And then I like would travel to Los Angeles when I was Mm -hmm. like 11 and 12 and sing demos for people.
0: That's Um, And that's
3: how I met the producer that did my first two records.
0: Oh, wow. Um,
3: and I came to Nashville at, I was 14 to do a show, a showcase. Mm -hmm. And it was at 12th and Porter. And it was during what was at the time called city lights, which I think now yeah. is like live on the green yeah. or whatever okay. we have live. It's live on the green. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's um, so, yeah. So yeah. this was called city lights and <clears throat> which we knew nothing about cause we weren't from here.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, um, we stayed at the Hermitage hotel downtown cause that was the only place that had rooms open. And after wow. about four credit cards attempts, they, they found the one that worked <laughs> so that we could stay in the building. Um, and the only person there that came was Kyle Lenning from Asylum Records. Mm. And that's where Brian White was signed at the time and a couple other acts. And I ended up signing with them when I was 14. That's amazing. And yeah. But there was nobody there. Like, it downpoured that day. And I was on the stage and I had, like, my notes because I didn't like to talk to the audience. Like, I was pretty quiet, like, shy in that mm. regard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had like my little notes, which my mom has a recording of it somewhere. And it's fucking hilarious because you can tell I'm reading off a page and it sounds so bad. Um, Thank
1: you guys for Yeah, coming. I was like, thanks I for. I love visit- it here. Yeah, no, I think it was
3: kind of like Nashville feels like home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it poured that day. And like I said, there was like a drunk guy at the bar mm-hmm. and then record label guy and then me up on stage with my, you know, chaps. And chaps, my my shaps and my or is it shaps or is it chaps, it's chaps. I say chaps um and my sparkly
2: like I'm situation right
3: the chaps over the top
1: that's amazing yes. what an outfit yeah I think I have that outfit too don't yeah. worry it's fine you still wear it for Tracy no I just wear it at home in the mirror
2: for
1: myself
2: <laughs> what would you describe your musical style as or what what were your um, main
1: inspirations
3: I mean, <clears throat> growing up, I mean, I listened to mainly country music because that's what was playing in the house. But then, if I went into my like the first tape I ever owned, I should have known at the time was Boy George. <laughs> oh,
0: should have been a sign. Should have
3: been a huge sign. <laughs> when your favorite song at eight is Color
0: Chameleon, <laughs> oh. like maybe.
3: But my uncle gave it to me, and I thought it was really great. Um, but no, it, kind of every. I liked everything. I loved Whitney Houston growing up, and Celine Dion, and you know, Dr. Dre, and oh, yeah. Tupac, and all that. So, but I mean, influence wise, country music was the biggest influence. I loved, like I said, I loved Reba mm-hmm. and the Judds and Wynonna and Roseanne Cash, and yeah. you know, all that. That's incredible. Now I'm just obsessed with Sarah Bareilles. She's fantastic. I have been for years.
1: I just, I did not realize that she was so. Because I guess when she first started, she just had that one pop song on the radio that played every 10 minutes and it just kind of drowned everything else of hers out. I didn't realize she wrote the whole musical, The The Waitress. Waitress, And that song, she used to be mine. I love that song. Gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite songs. And then um, I did not realize how talented she actually yeah, is. Yeah, she's kind of a freak of nature, and she sounds
3: that way live. I've seen her live twice. Oh my god! And she's like, I I don't think I've ever heard a singer with that much control and that much. She's like her pitch is.
1: She's just ridiculous. It's uh, it's it's um it's astounding. Have you do you ever listen to Sarah Bareilles? Mm-mm. It's unique. You, you would like
2: her. I mean, I'd like her. I just don't.
1: I'm not like.
3: Well, and I you know like her. I'm to. <clears throat> I like her so albums close. more than
2: I do like the
1: radio tracks. I, like I like it. Mike I like the tells. deep tracks. Mike, that's what Mike always tells me. He's like, you like the deep cut. Yeah, like, the deep. Why not? Deep cuts. <laughs> they put this whole album together? Why do I only want to hear the one on the radio?
2: I mean, there are a few artists that I will listen to the full. Dua album. Lipa. Dua Lipa, Taylor <laughs> Swift.
1: <laughs> I love it. I don't know. I'm very, I'm proud of you. Either way, Thank good job. You.
2: Thank you. Um, did you write your own music?
3: Um, yeah, I started writing. I mean, I would say I, I wrote some of the things on my first album. They were really more like ideas at that time that I would send the producer that I was mm-hmm. working with. Um, but yes, I've. When I moved here, <clears throat> I was in between record deals in two thousand and two, and so I literally spent up until the time I started having children, like I wrote five days a week, sometimes twice a day. Like that was, I made it my job. Oh, wow. Um,
2: that's, that's a lot of dedication. Which was
3: fun, but also, but you know, I've had cuts with other artists, so mm-hmm. that, that has, question. With those, in those times, Megan Patrick, who's a Canadian artist, but she's doing a U.S. release. She's amazing. I had a single on her a couple of years ago that did, went top, I think it was eleven, number eleven on the Canadian charts. But so there's been some cool stuff that I've been able to be a part of. But yeah.
1: um, I like, that's another thing I never realized is how big country music is in Canada. Oh, it's
3: huge! Like it's like it's they're huge.
1: Second behind pop music, yeah. And then in Australia, country music is huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is I like, have friends that have made wild. like
3: a good amount of mailbox money off mm-hmm. of Australian country music.
1: What are you? What's mailbox money?
3: Um, mailbox money is as a songwriter uh like you know we see well like here's an idea here's my bmi statement and as an artist Mm -hmm. um like if my song plays on spotify or a jukebox or whatever like it'll literally say on my statement one penny one penny (laughs) one penny like for each play or less you know whatever it's worth um as a writer or producer you know, you have those performance royalties. So the mailbox money is in the radio play. Oh, nice. And the Spotify or any of that. So not much from Spotify. But, you know, <laughs> depending on where you're listening to your music, but mainly like the radio.
1: Yeah. What, um, what was like a huge difference? You mentioned Spotify, like going from actual physical albums to now it's all streaming. Like you can find any it's song so- ever.
3: It's really, I think it's really cool. Mm. It has really changed the industry, sadly, um, in a way that will not ever go back to the way it was. Mm. I mean, and it's also like a cultural thing, right? I mean, you guys remember being kids and like going to the record store, going to Tower Records. Yes. And like thumbing through, like this generation will never fully understand like the excitement of like a release day and going to the store and waiting for something that you wanted to buy. Um, and from a financial standpoint, it's just, you know, it's a lot less because there's less to buy, right? You're not paying for mm-hmm. packaging or, mm-hmm. you know, pressing or anything. I mean, some people still sell CDs and and I love that vinyl's coming back
1: because I, yeah. I, I love vinyl. That's all I own now. Yeah. I would, I want something physical Me if too. I'm spending money and especially if it's an artist that I love and when they release that vinyl, I'm like,
3: yeah, well, and it's like having a, even like a CD or mm-hmm. tape thing too which is really old but you know you could open it up and like see all the lyrics and yeah see who wrote mm-hmm. the songs and see who played on the songs and see all the pictures that were like hidden inside and we don't like
1: we don't get any you of you that, get that now you get one. a lyric video on you youtube a, and you don't yeah, yeah. like it <laughs> <laughs> you get a square photo that yeah. you can barely see yeah most of the time
2: <laughs> i feel like it's a now it's very controlled exposure yeah and yeah like this is what you want to see or I'm going to show you what I want to give you, Yeah, um, which sometimes it can probably be more invasive for mm. artists these days. Well,
3: and I know I have friends that, you know, I haven't been super active in the music business for quite a while. I mean, I released a, an album independently a few years ago, but I love it. thank you. <laughs> um, but I have other friends that are very active right now. And uh, such a big part of what they're trying to keep up with is all of that social media mm-hmm. and content, like mm-hmm. constant content. And they're like, it's fucking exhausting. I mean, you might it's as well Because more, 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 more. A like, camera
1: on you all yeah. day, every day. Yeah. Like, that sounds miserable.
3: And then it's like what you said, Mike. <laughs> it's like you're only showing what you want people to see. So, mm-hmm. like, there went the music just letting you be vulnerable, right? Because now you've yeah. got to, like, be on all the time. And
1: I feel like people now have to um explain every lyric of every song that they write like yeah. it's not about just enjoy this yeah. like this is about this is this and yeah. now you've got to really well i was feeling like this when i wrote this when i was at this place and this like yeah. it's like oh, i don't care. i just want to hear. how about just listen and like
3: yeah. <laughs> figure it out for yourself it's
1: like, the greatest thing about music is you can make up your own music yeah. video in your head we don't need a lyric video yeah like I mean, they're great and they're fun for background, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I miss the days of like buying a CD, opening it, and listening to it on my boombox, and then just like picturing what was going on. In my yeah. Head. Or doing the uh, backseat of the car on a rainy night. I'm in the music video <laughs>
2: to this. Always. Do you remember that? Oh, oh yeah. I still do yeah. it. Be it <laughs> like on the bus to school, and you're like,
1: this yeah. This Blink 182 song is really yeah. changing my life right now. This, <laughs> this
2: Lincoln Park song is speaking to me. <laughs> With my no-skip CD player. Oh my god.
1: Oh, <laughs> that one that, that, that skips. That it took 30 seconds before you could let it before you could move it. So you'd see everyone holding them like this. That's how I always held mine.
2: Kids, they'll never know.
1: They'll never know the struggle. <laughs> <sighs> it's real. It really is. You said Tower Records, and I just had a full. Image of me going to that one on West End. Yeah, that that's where I down. used to hang out. Oh, I loved it. I mean, just hours. Yeah. CD by CD down each aisle. And I would probably spend $150 yeah. on just CDs. The worst part was when you buy a CD that you really wanted and you had like two songs on it and everything else was like oh, the crappy. Fuck is this? Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Which I guess there is the beauty in that with digital. Like you can kind of preview things. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of a, you buy the whole album or you don't personally. Yeah. Cause I want to know, like I want to hear
1: it all. I, I, I that's, that's why I like the deep cuts. Cause I'll just play it all Maybe the way Maybe that's through. what
2: I, I'm wondering if now that's what my music habits are a product of is because now I can skip around. If I don't like something, I, I haven't yeah. bought the full album. I'm listening to it on Spotify yeah. or whatever on Apple. So I'm like, eh, next. Well, and I can I just feel, skip around.
3: Yeah. I feel like, too, if you're really into like a band or an artist and you mm-hmm. get there, I don't ever like anybody's new record on the first listen. No. Mm-mm. Like, I'm like, Meh, no, thanks. And then, you know, as I listen to it more, I like
1: it more it every time. A yeah, it, bit. it does. Yeah.
2: What were the first albums or CDs y'all bought? Oh, God. Uh With, like, your own money, because I remember, Uh the the only one I remember, I remember my first one was um, Bobby Pinson. I was like.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know why. That's a surprise. Um, That's very
1: surprising.
2: I was, a friend of mine was really into country music, so I was very much a follower in high school, and I was like, I am now into country music.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is my whole life. And then, like,
2: uh, I forget what Bobby's. First song was, uh, what's funny is that I'd, later in life, I ended up working with Bobby as a songwriter. Oh, so I was like, Bobby, my first album was you. And he's like, that's fucking weird, Mike. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that was my first album that I bought by myself.
1: <laughs> um, here we, here's another How Did No One Know. Uh, my first one was Celine Dion, Falling Into You. Oh,
2: that's a great oh. one. It's a great
1: I album. paid my own money for that one, uh-huh. too. <laughs> um, I sure did.
3: And then, like, Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Like my cassette tape and the bodyguard soundtrack.
1: Oh, God. Oh. Whitney Houston just is everything. Mm. That voice is. No one will ever be her. No. We'll never have another. So rare do you have
2: um, soundtracks now that are full, amazing. So like, you don't. We rarely get singles off of soundtracks. I can think of. I mean. Like, Justin Timberlake, Trolls is the last one yeah. I could think of. But, like, singles off the of a soundtrack. The
3: soundtrack off of um Star Is Born is pretty damn good. <gasps> oh, there's some, yeah. There's some clunkers on there. However, she was also, it was from the movie when she was creating the really shitty pop songs. So, it kind oh, of yeah. makes sense that the songs aren't great.
1: The, um, Why Did You Do That song? Like, this, Why did this? you do that, oh, do God. that, do that,
3: do that? Yes. Why they approved
1: good. that? I was like, hmm.
3: Awful. But there are some really great, like, album tracks. Mm-hmm. on that song the that bradley cooper sang oh yeah
1: i i re that movie the other day and i just the whole time i was like i forgot how good this was yeah like
3: and all three of them are good oh all three of stars are. Good. oh yeah
1: oh yeah <laughs> i love the barbara streisand that's version. my wife's favorite <laughs> like, <laughs> she's obsessed with barbara uh, streisand chris christopherson is that the guy oh and um, Barbara Streisand. Did you already mm-hmm. say that? Barbara yeah. Abs- and Chris Christofferson. Yeah. That's a lot of
2: that's a lot of syllables and a lot of names Barbara there. <laughs> <laughs> say that three times fast. Yeah. Uh, on that note, let's take a quick break. Let's do it. And we're back. That's beautiful. <laughs>
1: uh, last night, uh, someone when I was working, someone in the dressing room was like. I never listened to podcasts until I found yours. And I was like, that's fun. And he was like, can I tell you some of my favorite stories? And I was like, no, not right now. (laughs) But he was like, I really love when you do that. And we're back thing. So you're welcome in your face. Wow. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Thank you, one fan. That makes one.
1: (laughs) 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 I don't know why. I think because the the first time I did it, you rolled your eyes and went, ugh, gross. Yeah. So here we are. You Three and my boyfriend have that in common. In. Or I,
2: should, fiance, have that in common. When I say I don't like something, we're gonna keep doing it. Oh yeah, we'll just keep it rolling. It's more fun that way. It <laughs> yeah, is, I guess. It is. Um, Your
1: fiance, you have to learn that.
2: I got the ring on. <laughs> well, I have a ring on. <laughs> it's a placeholder. It's there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's another story for another day. Because I lost a uh, ring. How many have you uh, lost? I've uh, only lost one. A gold one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I got, long story (laughs) short, so we got the ring, but it had to be resized. So we had to go to chain, whatever, Um, because it has diamonds in it. It has to be custom made. So it takes like eight Um. weeks. So we're like, well, we don't, we want you to have something. So they gave me just a plain gold band. And I was like, whatever. Thank you. Um, They're like, just bring this back. And when you come to get this ring and you'll be all good. There's no cost or anything. Great. A weekend. Where's my ring? <laughs> I think one of the cats took it off of my... You don't know. You haven't seen me. We've got five cats here.
3: There's five cats here? Yeah. Five. Oh, you would never know, right? I was wondering why my eyes were a little yeah. itchy. Oh, oh no. I meant to ask you if you were allergic to cats. It's just a skosh, but not bad. Okay. okay. I'll take some Zyrtec when I leave. There we
1: go. Okay, Just She's getting high on some Zyrtec. Don't yeah. worry. Get this it's woman out good. of here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, I think that one of the cats took it, and maybe it went down like... One of the, the grates, like the air grates or something. Cause I remember taking off. Or it's it off. in the
3: kitty litter somewhere and it's long. Oh, gone. yeah.
2: Cody was like, you need to search the shit. And I was like, the cats did not eat a size 12 ring. Okay. They might have.
1: I hope that one day you just turn around and it's just sitting neatly on your dresser.
2: That'd be great. But now so, I'm on the hook for but, the cost. Of yeah, the I ring. was gonna
3: say. So then you got charged for that too. Yeah.
2: That so sucks. the ring should be done in the next couple of weeks. So then. Now I have to pay Shane Company. Did you break the news to them yet? No.
1: Well, hmm.
2: I'm wondering. We
1: could make up a story.
2: Well, I thought. Well, maybe if I just find it was just a plain gold band. Maybe you will like, find it if I find a plain one for like five hundred dollars and I save some money. But
1: I hope that you go to Walmart, buy like a cheap gold band that maybe is like twenty five dollars, and they are like inspecting it and they're like, looks good.
3: <laughs> yeah. And you're like. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, the numbers don't match up on yeah, this. Yeah,
1: I'm like, well, where would they put a cereal?
2: I don't know. I'm not trying to commit fraud. I'm gonna pay the money, Shane. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Um, speaking of married, <laughs> you're married to I, Nina. I am
3: married to Nina.
1: And I love Nina. She's, She's the, the best. Amazing. I what does Nina me. do?
3: Nina is a project manager for Schneider Electric. Mm-hmm. They are a global electric company and she works with the Facebook team, they build data centers. So like the huge data center they're about to build here in Gallatin. Oh
0: wow. It, it, it,
3: it's the cloud essentially. I mean, yeah. I could get I actually know what she does and I could get into it, but it might not be that interesting. Well, <laughs> it's one of those, things, well, like, one of those oh, things you try to explain it and people are like, okay. So I'm like, she helps build the cloud.
1: Yeah. Oh. She keeps people in line. Like the uh the Chandler Bing yeah. of jobs. No yeah. one knows, but we have a she's I what like I can, a what a I can tell you.
3: Um, no, she's like a unicorn. She's a oh. she's like a data center unicorn. Oh, she does all the things. She's yeah, she's pretty she's,
1: good at
2: a lot of stuff. She yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to you, Nina. Yes. Cheers, I baby, love Nina.
1: <laughs> um, where did y'all meet? We met.
3: Well, the first time we met, which is a little fuzzy for me because I had heat stroke, was at kickball. Oh my god. I um, that it was that. playoffs. And
1: was it that year that everyone was just passing out left and right because it was no
3: it was a year before that i okay. think <laughs> it, it
1: was, was a million 2017. Degrees.
3: yeah um and i met her there like briefly but we didn't hang out or talk or anything like that i think lauren styles introduced oh, oh us boy. like briefly um but i literally was like laying in the grass with heat stroke wondering how i was gonna make it to whatever was next. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then we met again several months later at lipstick lounge. And I was again with same friend Mm -hmm. and um, some friends of hers had gotten married that night and had gone to lipstick after. And I went with a girlfriend of mine who was um, needing some friendly camaraderie that night. And I was like, let's go get drunk. So, so we started at my house, but we drank everything that was there because we were getting ready to move. And um, so once we finished that.
2: And empty the cabinets.
3: Part yeah, it was. It was like a half, a, like a little bit of a Boda box and some vodka and some other things. Then we ran out. So we went <laughs> to lipstick. Um, that's where I met my wife. Um, who, it's funny because, I mean, she's beautiful, but I was like not going out to meet like anybody i was Mm -hmm. looking all kinds of a mess um and i saw her and asked my friend lauren who that was because she looked familiar but i couldn't place her and another friend of ours was like hanging all over her so i was like who is marta hanging all over who is that woman love love marta um so anyway she was like oh that's nina and I was like, okay, whatever. And I went into the bar and I was coming back from the bar and she was coming in and I stopped her. And I was like, hey, I don't know where I grew a pair that night. But <laughs> I was just like, hey, I'm Lila. And I feel like we like need to meet each other. Mm-hmm. We should know each other. And she was like,
0: okay, well,
3: I'm Nina. And then I was like, shots? Yes, shots. <laughs> and then we ended up hanging out like, all night with a bunch of people and ended up like downtown, having breakfast and with the sunrise. And I mean, there was like a big group of us. And yeah. um, that's when we met and Facebook messaged like, We should be friends and hang out and, mm-hmm. and you know, lesbians. So we you know <laughs> how long that lasted. So uh, when
2: did you move in? Two uh, weeks no, no, no,
3: no, no. Oh,
1: um,
3: it, it was a it was a while.
2: Um, I love
3: that. I'm like, well. I mean, it was less than six months, so you know.
1: You never, when you know, you know. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I always know. Hey, <laughs> my last marriage, I got married in six months. It happens.
3: Well, oh, we that's right. we it happens, right?
2: Yeah, I thought I knew, but then she was a woman, so. Uh,
3: well, I mean, I was married to a man for over twelve years, so I understand.
2: Yeah, it's a journey. It is a journey. How. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, or, we can okay. talk about it. Okay. How was that coming out for you?
3: Um, Well, the coming out as far as with friends and family was super easy. Actually, my mom was the funniest. Um, I called her and I was separated from my ex-husband at the time. And I called her and she's like, you're like in a much better mood than I anticipated you being in. Like, did you meet somebody? <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah. And, um, she was like, well, who are they? And I was like, well, or she said, who is it? And she didn't say like, what's his name? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, she was just like, well, who is it? Like, who are they? Whatever. And I was like, you don't, you don't know her. And, and the phone got quiet. And then I was like, hello. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. My phone cut out. Could you repeat that again? (laughs) And I'm like. I said you don't know her and she was like ha ha, that's what i thought you said <laughs> and i was like you're a bitch and she was
2: my like mom's always known
3: she's like yeah mm-hmm. and you know it was a very like brief conversation with my mom and then she called me back the next day and she was like you know i was just thinking about like our conversation and you know i mean you have played gay kickball for the last two years. And I'm like, it's kickball. It's kickball. It's not any gayer
1: than regular kickball. And she's like, no, but
3: like also most of your friends are gay and you hang out at Lipstick Lounge like a lot. And also, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you really put a lot of thought into this. (laughs) And she was like, well, one thing that struck me, which I actually thought was interesting too, because I never knew that I did it. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, when my mom would come to visit, we would always go out and we'd go, get dinner and have drinks. Then we go to lipstick and like hang out Mm -hmm. there and whatever. And she loves like Jonda and Krista.
1: Like
3: she know, like I've been a patron of that bar for shit a long time, 13 years. So I
1: love it there. Yeah.
3: It's my favorite. So, um, but she was like, I noticed when we would go out on our girl nights and like hang out, you would always comment on beautiful women, but you would never comment on attractive men. And I was like, huh. I'm like, well, there was that one server at the Treehouse, And yes, we did go there a lot because she had this weird, like hippie patchouli situation about her that I'm not usually into. But there was something just like kind of carnal about her. Funny, funny story with that is she's my wife's ex-girlfriend from Florida. Oh. We also all met one night at that Lipstick. so funny. And Nina introduced me to her and I turned like three shades of pink. And then I walked away to the bar to get a shot. And Mm -hmm. she came over and was like, what, what was that? And I'm like, that's her, (laughs) the girl that I was telling you about. (laughs) She's like, oh yeah, that's my ex-girlfriend from Florida. She's different now than she was then, but you know, whatever. Mm. And I'm like,
1: well, you definitely got the prize in that situation. I did. I definitely got the
3: prize. Um, You know, I don't think anybody that was really around. I mean, I'd lost a few friends. Don't get me wrong. Um, Better off without them. If that's like, if that's your basis for judging a human being and a friendship, then I don't really have interest in continuing my relationship with you.
1: Exactly. Um,
3: What I do in my bedroom is not your business. Exactly. Um, If I'm happy and content, that is. If your if Um, your
1: friendship is based on surface and I only expect you to be this kind of way. That's not a friendship. No, it's just
3: definitely not. I mean, I had friends that were now I did get married really young. I got married when I was 23. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have friends in Nashville that I met. Yeah. I was so young, um, that were at that wedding Mm -hmm. that were at the wedding to my wife two years ago. Oh, wow. Like those are the friends that I'm interested in, you know, and So, I mean, that's kind of...
1: That wedding was so fun. It was so much fun. (laughs) Let me paint a portrait for you. Okay. I had a mullet. Yeah, you did. A blonde mullet, and it was gross. Uh, but you it could was you so, could leave that mullet at home oh, for my it was wedding,, so <laughs> gross. um, but it was so beautiful, just the way everything was set up in the back, and it was just we got we married in our backyard Aww. for hours,
3: and I did all the flowers and like all the florals. we decorate yep. we did everything ourselves
1: it was it was perfect. it, it was really a lot was. of fun,
3: and you know, we were like trying to figure out we're not like I mean, don't get me wrong, I like a good. Champagne on a Sunday with a mm. pst- little Sploosh of OJ but mm-hmm. we were like we're not Like champagne toasty people so What do we do so We chilled um, like 20 Bottles of tequila I just And a horrible we lined <laughs> all of The tables with Icy cold tequila and like everything To make the kind of shot that you might want to have And so when we were toasting everybody just Some I people took it a little that. too Literally though mm. like our Friend Blake Samples And and
0: your
1: friend Tracy. I I mean everybody.
3: And so (laughs) when was this? Two years ago, June first of uh, 2019. Okay, I Um,
1: remember this because we knew each other. Yeah,
3: (laughs) so yeah, we did. Yeah, you (laughs) know, some people were like sipping it, and other people were like, "Hell yeah!" And like going Mm -hmm. to town. And so the end of the night came, which was only like you know 10 or 10:30, and we were going to go elsewhere. And our friend Joey was behind the did like the little bar for us, and we had like two kegs. A crap load of sangria and then all this tequila, and oh no, and red and white wine. Yeah, we went back. We're like, what's back here? And he's like, "Your bar is dry." Oh no, like dry. And we were like, clearly there was a hundred people there that were ready to have a good time. So we we left, and well, where did we go? <laughs> Lipstick. Lipstick. <laughs> um. Yeah, in my I, wedding dress. It was a fun time.
1: I uh, woke up the next day and I was like, I hate everything that happened. Oh god. To me. I was that, that like cuz everybody that did a toast, I was that one that was like fill it up. Let's do it. Yeah. And then on. after about the third one, I was like, mm, this is going to be a long night. Yeah. And
3: the well, and there were a lot of toasts. Oh yeah. Not all were part of the plan. Um Didn't so it went for like a really really extended period of time. Those things that you kind of hate when you sit at weddings mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay. Let's get on right. with the dancing, and then my wife it. and I, um, we we rewrote "Regulate." Oh Regulate. my God, yes! And <laughs> we sang that as like our toast to the crowd. It was fun times. Oh, I don't remember that. It was really funny.
1: That was that was one of my favorite weddings I've ever been to. It was so fun. So you've got a lot to live up to for your and Cody's wedding. <laughs> huge, huge shoes. Huge shoes to <laughs> fill. <laughs> Um so what are you doing these days? What do you do now?
3: Um well I'm real estateing as yes. some of my friends call it. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a realtor with Reliant Realty mm-hmm. ERA powered um, <laughs> in Nashville. Um I've been I've been a realtor for almost 3 years. Mm-hmm. Um I've been with Reliant about a year. Um so I'm doing that. So lots of buying and selling and moving parts there and then with COVID like realizing that I needed to be exercising my musical bone, so to speak. <laughs> um, so, so I've been writing more and doing more of that. I've got some shows planned out in California in October, um, which should be fun. Hopefully, they'll still be happening. Um,
1: oh yeah, COVID. Just we're put on sp- your like mask. Still in people. a pandemic.
3: Um. So yeah. So doing that and trying to slowly kind of get back into doing more music. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I feel like I'm more productive on all fronts when I'm productive there. Cause mm. I'm a nicer person, <laughs> um, nicer to everybody, including the people that live with me. Um, so yeah. So doing that, um, <clears throat> I have a new little song baby that I think I may release this fall and possibly do like a video situation for. So, nice. um, but that's kind of in the beginning stages. So
1: we'll see. How That's long does awesome. it take you to like from idea to fully formed? What is like? What is your goal, or does it? Take you know,
3: I think it depends. I mean, it depends on what you're talking about. Is mm-hmm. it just a song, or is it like a whole?
1: Is it the whole I mean, concept? Uh, like, let's do like the whole concept. Like, I mean,
3: for the, I think it depends on the song. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've gone in before and had ideas of writing a whole record, and it didn't happen for years. And then you have to just go back and be like, what do I like? What is this body of work? What do mm-hmm. I have? What am I missing? What am I? Um, you know, like Shelly Fairchild and I perform together sometimes and we've recorded some, not recorded, we've written some songs together. Um, But I'm kind of just in the mode right now of like, if I don't do it for myself, nobody else is going to want to do it, not want to do it for me, but want it maybe as badly mm-hmm. as I do. Um, So like this song in particular that we're thinking of releasing this fall, I wrote with my friend, Maya Sharp, who is like an, in an, in, Maya is wonderful like if you can go on to Spotify or iTunes and pull up her new album it's fucking amazing like okay. she is so talented and she a lesbian something like <laughs> her um, but she is multifaceted um and so her and I got together to write one day and we were supposed to be writing with Shelly too and her mm-hmm. schedule got crazy and so I was like I side texted her and I'm like what about just me and you and she's like well what's the game plan and I'm like the game plan is to write a song for me. Like, you know, let's just do that. And she was like, okay, I like that game plan. (laughs) So, um, we ended up writing a song and we've written a bunch together, but that day, like we wrote that song and then I went to LA and came back and we revisited it. And, um, she recently just like put some instruments on kind of like the demo situation. And I was like, screw that. Let's just build this bad boy up and release a song. Like, why not? Yeah. I don't, you know, and that's, I think I get in my own head about that because I'm like, oh, I need this whole body of work and it has to be cohesive and everything has to mean so much. And And I'm like, why can't you just have one thing that's really good and release it? People do that all the time. Yeah. So for me, it's like trying to get out of my own head a little mm-hmm. bit just because I grew up in the music business and it, it was so different than it is now. And you couldn't just do that.
0: Right. And now yeah. it's like,
3: all I have to do to release a song is release it i mean obviously there's a little bit of work on the back end but it's not a lot like i did all of that with my last record on my own i put in all the data i did all the stuff and it really wasn't that hard
2: so like
3: okay we thought it'd be harder
2: to make a podcast and here they go here we are (laughs) two two idiots in a dining room that's right (laughs) three seasons in
1: (laughs) we are three seasons in aren't we oh my god Um, Time go.
2: what you're just talking about kind of differences. What advice would you have for someone who's starting out now in the music industry or, or is there any (laughs) advice? My advice would be get out now.
3: I'm like, you know, you don't need a four year degree, but we need tradespeople really badly Mm. in this world. Um, I mean, I feel like if you feel like you're called to do music, you should always follow your passions. Um, There's always going to be people that are there to take and take and take. Um, And very rarely do people give without wanting something in return. Um, And I have found that just as an artist who at the beginning sold, I mean, I've sold almost 2 million albums, and I can't get people to pick up the phone. And I'm like, well, when I was doing all these things, like you were – for lack of a better phrase, like up my ass, but now yeah. you can't pick up a phone. So, you know, I think it's just like, if that's really, really what you want, surround yourself by good, honest people, which is hard, but it's definitely something that can be done and freaking go for it. I mean, what do you have to lose right. other than all your money oh, and your yeah. livelihood? No, your I'm money, just kidding. 91. Um, uh. <laughs> personal life. Um, I'm like, gosh, I remember being in high school and my manager at the time just made me think of that, saying that my boy, my boyfriend in high school was half black and half Japanese. He was a beautiful man mm-hmm. and he was my best friend. And I could never tell anybody that I had a boyfriend that was half black. And then when I got married, which I grew up with, like, I was one of probably the few white people in my group of friends because mm-hmm. I grew up like right off of a military base. So we all came from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I married a Jewish man, but I couldn't talk about him being Jewish because how would people view that? And then I got divorced and I'm like, nobody's telling me what to do anymore. Right. And I'm just like,
0: Lesbian! here it is.
3: <laughs> like take it or leave it, whatever. And honestly, like, I mean, I'm sure I've lost some fans and some followers, but like, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits right. you. I mean, <laughs> you know? That,
1: well, that, that's so weird to me that people are like, oh, you married a Jewish person? Gross. Like, that's so well, weird. Well, it's just that all like st- that. Yeah. Any, ridiculous. Kind of, any kind of discrimination about Yeah. Somebody, I'm, I'm like, ugh. Like, oh, yeah. Just it's just disturbing. gross.
3: It's disturbing. Yeah. It is disturbing.
1: I love that, though. So, You're so cool. I just love you.
3: Thanks. Like I feel like you guys are being so tame with me here.
1: Oh, okay. It's we time for the pussy pussy crazy question. I mean, because you and I have let's play the Spent zone. many a like, time yeah. together, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, this is very yeah. tame. This I is, mean, uh, it's one of those things of like, I want you to tell your story because it's so cool, and so now we're just going to tell dick jokes. And I don't do dick jokes. jokes I think you're the first guest that we
2: you're the first guest <laughs> that we have that has children. So I'm like. I, I don't know what we can and can't say. Oh, please.
3: Well, actually, it's really funny. So our kids tonight were like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to be on David's podcast with his friend Mike and they both have this podcast. And they're like, cool, can we listen? And Nina and I were both like, no.
0: <laughs> Hard <laughs> this no.
3: Is, this is an adult podcast. <laughs> yeah. You cannot listen.
1: There's a, there's a couple times I've had to call mom and be like, hey, uh, this week, don't. Don't
3: Maybe don't tune it.
2: in. My mom like and sister are just like, if you want us to listen to us, let, let us know. But yes. it's just not for us. It's not... I was like, I, that's fine. I that's get it. okay. All
1: the bathhouse talk. Yeah. I oh, I enjoyed that so <laughs> much. That one was good. I've got... Blake and I have so many of those stories. Um, I was thinking of one the other day. We were in New Orleans for Russell's 30th birthday. And this is many moons ago. But um, <laughs> they were, we, we heard that there was a... Um, a bathhouse in new orleans and so we're like okay let's go there and so i called and i was like oh, was i mean and how do you a find a bathhouse
3: in an area Googled like it. you can just google yeah, it just okay google i google it. wondered that it's like
1: gentleman's spa okay gotcha. well this one is hidden and so you have to like feel down a wooden <clears throat> plank wall nope, to like nope. find the entrance it's Hard very out. hidden mm. well i called to see where they're located and he goes this is a place for men. You know that, right? And I was like, yes, I do. Why are you asking? <laughs> it's my woman voice.
2: <laughs> this is it's- a place where men get fucked. You, you know that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: There's that time. Oh my God. There's, there's just, so, we had a friend. Uh, so, I just, there, I can't.
2: About the last episode. Because so, we've talked a lot of real estate stuff, and they were like, I wasn't sure if I could listen to yeah. a full hour of yeah. mortgage brokers talk. And I was like, I was like, well, you just get past like the first 20 minutes. And yeah, they were, <laughs> and they were like, time oh, time I was money. sold on the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we try to be informative and entertaining. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, just a little Absolutely. bit of everything. Yeah.
1: We like to have a little bit of everything so everyone feels welcome. But now, yeah. do you want to play? Konzo? I'm ready.
2: Yeah. Let's do the.
1: I don't have any of my questions. Uh, I we think
2: we can make break. them up. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's take, take a break.
1: A break. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna let you take the fucking wheel on that one. Can you milk me, Greg? Really? Yeah. You've never yeah, seen meet the, meet the, Fockers? the Fockers? Yeah, meet the fuckers. Oh no, yeah, I remember <laughs> that.
2: Okay, um, I've seen that movie. Well, welcome to silly questions. Um, there are no right answers. There are wrong answers, though.
3: Okay. <laughs> oh, now I'm nervous. You know, all the serious stuff is over with, and now I don't know what to do with myself.
2: You asked for it. Now. She's <laughs> scared. <laughs> all right. Um, oh all right. God. First question: If you were going to sleep with another man, who would it be? Ooh. Oh. It could be a famous person or a person you know.
1: <laughs> a person that you're well, you know very well in your own personal life. Like, uh, wow. Well. <laughs> that's tough.
3: I would say Jason Momoa, but then my wife would be like, "You stole my one person." Oh, um, which I okay, I won't get into that story. But
0: <laughs>
2: Tell um, you can get into whatever stories you want. <laughs> yeah. Um
3: so that would be hers. not. I guess I can't, like, double dip there. Or would he be double dipping?
1: We can, in fact, <laughs> since it's a fantasy, we can make two of him.
3: I mean, if I could have my wife and him at the same time, that oh. would be pretty hot. would and be not. kind of neat, actually. I would be, like, re- really into that.
1: Nina's kind of a Jason Momoa. She's... Right? She's, she's hot. She's got the tats. And she just
3: finished her whole back. So her whole back is tattooed Ooh, now. Oh,
1: wow. That's pretty hot, that. yeah. Mm. Nina is very... Attractive. And I
3: think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, you know? Mm-hmm. I am with a woman now, and I had been with like women a little bit here and there in my lifetime, but now, like, the thought of like doing that with a man just doesn't make me feel good. Um,
1: Same most of the time.
3: <laughs> Bradley Cooper's, I think, pretty cute too. Oh, yeah. Like, dirty cute.
1: I like dirty cute. I like him doing uh, that smell. Just a little bit. Just a little bit stanky? Just a little stank. Not a lot.
3: Just a little bit of stank on it? I don't,
1: I don't want them to smell like fresh out of the shower Irish spring, but maybe just a little bit of like, I've been running around doing errands all day. That's beautiful. Am I the only one? Poetry. <laughs> Say it soft. It sounds like praying. <laughs> um, how would what you describe
2: your wife in three words? Ooh.
0: Oh. Huh. Intense? Okay. Um
3: oh, Loving is such a standard word, mm-hmm. but she is um selfless.
1: Yeah. That's really nice.
3: And she is so really hot. But, but, oh, so
1: hard. But I can't add that on. I already <laughs> said three words. How
2: would you describe Kevin in three words?
1: Kevin in three words? Yeah. Um a goober. <laughs> <laughs> he's a goober. Mm-hmm. Um he's very he's selfless for sure. And um funny. Oh. Yeah, I think funny. <laughs> what? Nothing. You do Cody now. Oh god. Do Cody. <laughs>
2: Um, Do it, bitch. He is thoughtful, um, aggressively annoying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hyphen. <laughs> no, but
3: aggressively slash um, annoying.
2: No, aggressively annoying.
1: And. Caring. You're about to marry this person. I know. Choose your words <laughs> wisely. He up with new <laughs> words. Why? Aggressively annoying. He is is. Like thing.
2: That's his love. That's his love language, is what he's told me. Yeah. He's Do like, you know, I like to annoy you.
1: I'm like, I don't like it. Today I heard them in the kitchen and Mike goes, I told you not to flick my titties anymore. <laughs> <laughs> flick right?
3: I'm not touching you. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> or he'll
2: like get in my ear and like moan. I'm like, please stop. Like that.
1: oh yeah. Yeah. I love it.
2: <laughs> uh, I love that. I would do that. It's his like. That's his full time job. Is annoying me. Yeah,
3: I do. I think. But if he I mean, we it, all I'm do like, annoying things. What's wrong? Yeah. What's you wrong?
1: Okay? Why aren't you annoying me? Right. Right.
2: Like, Don't tell him. Are you mad that. at me?
1: Are you mad at me now?
2: <laughs> Don't tell him that. I'm he great. doesn't listen to the podcast. I mean, doesn't, doesn't matter. Right out there <laughs> and tell
1: him. <laughs> that's so funny. Do you have another one? I can't. I'm, I'm just. You're spent. I'm a little drunk. Okay. Um, <laughs> already. That's like my second.
3: Oh, I should have gotten here earlier. Oh,
1: uh, but I didn't. I was eat. curling crazy. my hair <laughs> and I could have just been here drinking.
2: <laughs> um, if you could have written any song, what would it have been? Oh.
3: I Will Always Love You. Oh. It's Dolly Parton. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
3: Just to hear Whitney sing it.
1: Could you imagine? And the mailbox
3: money. And the mailbox money that's still coming. Have you yeah. seen
1: the um, the meme in its. Uh, the woman from Mad TV. No, no, no! It's RuPaul's Drag Race. It's Trinity K Bonet dressed as Whitney Houston and uh Kylie, just as Dolly Parton, and they're like high fiving in the meme. Just says, oh my god, no! When that Whitney Houston check comes in the mail, it's, oh. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so funny. Uh, I'll
2: continue the music vein. If you could see any artist that is now dead. Who would you want that's to go see That's kind of dark. Oh, That's hard. Well, because you can't. Some people you can still possibly see.
1: Prince. Absolutely Prince.
2: I'd want to see Michael Jackson. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a Michael Jackson impersonator on Broadway. We drive by him in the drag bus all the time. No, thank you. He does great. <laughs> he also flips the bus off every time <laughs> we drive by. Fuck you, <laughs> Queens. He grabs his crotch. for sure okay for sure that's good i was gonna tell a joke but i'm I'm, gonna wait till we're
2: done she's still well oh i i need to answer um he can tell a story if you'd like to keep thinking i mean i i never
3: saw whitney houston perform so i would have really like i only saw her on
2: on the boob tube I bet she'd be like um, Celine, where she is the voice. Holy shit. We saw Celine in concert. Oh, yes, we were there. yes I saw you we were there. <laughs> we were there.
3: <laughs> and we had just gone back from Mexico, celebrating my wife's 40th birthday for like seven days, and we were hungover for like a week afterwards. And I think I I drank the water or something. I don't mm. know. I was not well like the whole time we were there. Ooh. So we got back, and we were dying, and we had tickets to see Celine like the next night. And I was like, That morning, we were considering selling our tickets and we had good seats. And we were, I was like, no, because she's seen her like a few times. And I'm like, no, because what if this is like my only opportunity? It was the best fucking show I've ever seen. She's
1: incredible. Oh
3: my gosh. Like
1: when she came out of that stage, it was like, well, and the end
3: number when she was doing all the covers. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, for a skinny little Canadian woman mm-hmm. she was so sexy like doing her bowie and all her it was so good
1: mm-hmm. the drones that was my yeah. favorite oh part that was cool that. too yeah uh my other favorite part was how drunk i was and i walked down broadway with my high heels in my hand Aww. <laughs> screaming, oh screaming this is uh, da, 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 like there's no there's no Didn't you have anything.
3: on your big yellow wig that yeah, night? Yeah, my I big guess. green hair, because I was hair. on
1: the Jumbotron. And well, right. then we went to
2: play, and she did a number.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet that was special. <laughs> I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I don't remember going to play. It happens. Mm-hmm. I do remember I was throwing up in that girl's car. What girl? The oh, Uber driver, because yeah. she was driving like this. Oh. That, or I was just... I or was maybe you were just Could going be. like that. It what? was definitely not me. Not definitely was, the not Uber the driver. Not completely wasted one. <laughs> Never.
3: Not anymore.
2: Um, Okay. Last question. Um, What is your favorite place to visit?
3: Italy. And I've only been once, so I can't really say like favorite place because I go hang out there all the time. (laughs) Cause I just don't roll like that. I
1: just leave the country Um, for weeks at a time. Go to
3: Tuscany and unwind. Um, I've only been there once. (laughs) I was there for 10 days though with my best friend and we had like the best time. We had certain things booked and then a friend of mine was a hairdresser. So we went and the first, like the place we were going to first for like four or five days and then we were kind of going back there here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, was free because it was her clients like place that he had bought and oh. we got there. But since nobody had been there since they had like redone this old house, like they were chopping down um, the grass and stuff with machetes like when we got there. Oh, wow. Well, all of us, it was May and all of our allergies like went ape shit. <sighs> oh, so shit. we only lasted two nights there and, not, and we were like, we can't we can't stay here. Like yeah. we're all getting so sick. Well, that was supposed to be like five nights of our 10 nights. So we're like, where the fuck are we going to stay? So we were supposed to go to Florence. So we did that. And then while we were in Florence and we were out like all day drinking the wine and the things. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, A bippity boppity yeah. Around. My best friend was <laughs>
3: like, well, I'm just going to get on my computer because she's an amazing photographer. And she's like, I'm just going to see what we can find. I don't think Airbnb was even a thing. She's like, I'm going to get on VRBO and see if there's any other cool places. And I'm just going to offer them photos if their photos suck. Well, so we found this amazing bed and breakfast in Montepucciano. <gasps> and I've been there. <laughs> and so the place that we stayed was owned by an American family. And the wife is a cookbook author for Williams Sonoma. And the husband is from like Kentucky. And so my girlfriend like emails them and she's like hey your place is really beautiful we're in italy we're from nashville our plans have changed um i noticed that your website photos are a little outdated i would be would love to do some kind of trade with you if we could come stay there if you have availability or whatever
0: mm-hmm.
3: so she emails her back and she's like well travel and leisure was just here last week <laughs> oh so we don't really need photos but we love Nashville and my husband's from Kentucky and we'll let you stay here for like next to nothing, but we can't do cooking classes or anything this weekend. Cause we have a wedding to go to. So we were like, okay. <laughs> so we stayed there for like two or three nights. Their daughter who was 12 was like an aspiring musician. So, and I had brought a guitar. So we like my girlfriend that did hair, like did her hair and makeup for the wedding. They went to, we played guitar together and oh like God. hung out with the family and we had, we had, the best time what? ever. What? That's and so cool. What kind of uh, dreamworks yeah. movie? And this place is so, it's called Poggio Etrusco. Mm-hmm. Or Borgio Etrusco. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's probably not very good, but you know, something like that. It's and fun. you can I go really there in the fall and like stomp, <laughs> you can stomp <laughs> the olives to get olive oil. Uh-huh. So that I like, I want, it. my wife's never been to Italy. Okay. And there's so many, I just want to go, I just want to live there.
2: It's so pretty. I just want to go there.
3: Where were you there?
2: I was there for uh, my my MBA program. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I spent a week there by myself, and I spent it in Rome. Um, had no, I had like made is that two where free the, plans. Is yes. that where the, oh the
1: maid found you exploring your own Tuscan sun? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have you heard the story? No. Oh, oh, oh. Please tell the story uh, one more time.
2: <laughs> Oh, uh, so like I was saying I, I didn't have any plans so like if I woke up during the day I was like meh whatever I'll, maybe I'll walk around do something eat
1: pray love man.
2: come back in the <laughs> afternoon eat pray love on myself <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I didn't lock the door and when the maids came by she opened the door she went, Oh school, see scusi and I was just like full bare ass naked and was like oh my
1: god
2: sorry yeah
1: I oh, didn't great. need to get my olive garden on yeah. you <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but it's funny you say Matsukuchi. I have like two bottles of wine that I'm still saving because I'm like, it was some of the best wine. Yeah. Well, I I love that
3: you can go there anywhere there and just be like, we'll take the house wine and the yeah, I'm cook
1: whatever. I'm sure it's like, I'm sure it's like really good food too. I mean, yeah, incredible.
2: Whereas like here, it's like, hey, I never paid more than like five dollars for like a decanter of wine. And that's what's crazy. So
3: I had gone and saved up all this money to go at like cash so that I could have mm-hmm. like spending money or whatever. And I went and I came home with almost half of what I took there. And that was with paying for hotel rooms and stuff too. And I was like okay.
2: Yeah,
1: cool. once you're out of like Rome and Florence yeah. it's not that yeah. expensive. Is that like there that's the big tourist areas? Mm-hmm. I've never been there. I want to Florence, go there.
3: I love Florence though. It's yeah. Very it was beautiful.
2: It's just it's all so old and there's so much history and I just I couldn't believe like looking out, out like the bus window to get there, the rolling hills. I was like, "This is real." Oh my and god! So looking at these wine so <laughs> vineyards, I'm like just you're must, Lizzie McGuire. It's so you? sweet.
3: <laughs> um, I'm glad you enjoyed it that way. We rented a car,
0: oh. and oh,
3: no. it was a a cube, or what do they call it? a cubo? But it's a you know is a Nissan cube. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we had a bright green cube and it was a stick shift, mm-hmm. which we all took turns like practicing before the trip. I was not allowed to drive. So that was great for me because the first place <laughs> we stayed at was at the top of it was like in the forest. So we get there after traveling all day. We get to our first car at the car rental. So we get all our shit out there mm-hmm. and we find this car, and it's like a there's not room for three people in this car and our bags. There's no way. So we go back to the rental car. Well, as we're standing in line, I'm like, my purse is in the other rental oh, car. Oh, no. no. So I had to run my passport, like all my shit. Oh, shit. So ran to the airport, ran back. It was fine. I mean, it was nobody. We had the keys. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. Um, but we had this little stick shift, and we had to drive up this like mountain range that was like, <laughs> like all the sharp turns, and and then we had I brought my Garmin with me,
1: oh, because you
3: know it was 2010, no. mm-hmm. and the Garmin isn't like ways, and it was taking us on these back roads <laughs> that were like in sheep country, yeah. like dirt <laughs> little dirt windy roads, and we're like where the And then eventually we would like plop out somewhere that was kind of like we could get to a main road, but it was pretty
2: special. Yeah, I took a giant Greyhound bus. It was nice. Yeah, that sounds (laughs) really... We made a stop at a truffle farm. It was lovely. That sounds really (laughs) enjoyable. I just picture
1: you listening to like Journey's Don't Stop Believing the entire time. Honestly, I wasn't even listening to music. I was...
2: I was just enjoying it. I was taking it, taking, all taking it, all it all in. A lot of people were from all over the world, so like I loved listening to the person speak Italian. So I was just like,
1: uh-huh. and. And what did he say when he shot on your face?
2: <laughs> Scusi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: yeah. Anyways, Italy's great.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious.
2: Um. Well, that's it that's I all that's I got it. yeah thank you Lila so much for coming on no you're welcome it's, so <laughs> <laughs> it's been so fun having you on to get to know you more yes. like it's been so fun thanks did you have fun
3: yes I had She's fun I like, thought oh. it was going to be dirtier oh, so I was well, kind of excited for that but um, no it's all good we'll have you
1: back <laughs>
3: have, I mean I'll come we'll again will tell some of
1: our story I'll come again soon I, well <laughs> I've been known to make women come a million times congratulations um. thanks <laughs>
2: Um if, <laughs> if people are not following you and want to find you on social media, where can they find you? Sure.
3: Um music is Lila McCann 1.
2: How, how
0: do you spell because McCann? Clearly, so there's
3: know. two of me, and Instagram still won't give me the blue check. <gasps> I've sent them my driver's license five times. Um it's L-I-L-A-M-C-C-A-N-N, the number one. <laughs> um even though it's connected You're to my the number 1 <laughs> yeah, even though it's connected to my verified Facebook account oh, that's so so, weird. so it like sometimes people are like wait a minute but it is me and i don't ask people for money so if somebody with my name is asking you for money clearly got, it's money or iTunes gift cards not me <laughs> i got
1: the, i got one of those and i was like i highly doubt she would sadly ever ask like me for money. i've had
3: people like contact me through facebook yeah. or email and like they have sent people money, and I'm like, oh, "No, why would you do that? like this?" Sweet woman last year had sent somebody three thousand oh. dollars in iTunes gift card, like random stuff that you would you would yeah. think you would yeah. Think, yeah. think is fishy, yeah. but maybe not. Um,
1: <laughs> use your
3: judgment there.
0: You're just sitting at home like, I felt so I bad, need and she was able iTunes. to like
3: get her money back, but oh, because she did it through I think PayPal or something, mm-hmm. but. Like, thought she had paid for a concert. And I'm like, Well, like, can you send me the conversations you were having? Cause she got to the point where they were starting, like it was two days away, and she's like, I haven't heard from you. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh. And so I hate that that sucks with that because yeah. people are like, Well, what if you say you're you, but you're not you? But that's me. With the one. With okay. the one. No Number check mark.
1: One. We need to get you that no fucking check. mark. Check that's check me. Mark. We need that and,
3: and then if you're interested in buying or selling real estate, you don't want to call Blake Samples, um, <laughs> you can check out my Instagram handle, Lala <laughs> uh, <Lila> McCann, realtor, <laughs> not realtor, realtor. Realtor. Um, we learned that last week. But we sure Blake's did. amazing, too. Yeah, He was a big, like, he helped me get my, get. he didn't help me get my license, but he was a good...
1: Really, like a good soundboard. Yeah, or whatever. and yeah. still
3: is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's we um.
1: I mean, he's all right. I guess he's fine. We I mean, realized never. last week that we kind
2: of uh, overloaded this month with realtors. Oh my god! Did uh, you have another one? Oh uh, yeah, we're, we're just
1: have another one next week, and we oh. were like, we'll.
2: You, you know, um, Evan and Elliot Thomas. Oh yeah,
0: oh
2: <laughs> yeah. So they're the both Thomas twins. Of ours, so we were like, um, let's push you all back a month because we've because
3: we've just got too many people yeah. trying Which to. They are
2: personalities it. in their own. Oh my they, God, they're they the will best. The be no realtor talk I... with them. Or realtor.
1: I don't know Are you
3: just having Evan oh, or Evan? Both. Oh God. Can I come back and Absolute. sit?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yes. You want to run this
1: yeah. down? Yeah. Hell yeah I do. <laughs> you, can sit and we'll have, you, can, you can sit in on the interview as well. So um,
3: I have a funny story about them. Right, I know you're it. trying to wrap it up. No, 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 um, no. So I had a house on the market a few months ago in East Nashville. And as we all know, it's like wild west, crazy. And <clears throat> I had a man come through who was really sweet or an open house. And then like right before our offer deadline, Elliot called me and he's like, Hey, I've got this offer coming for you. Blah, blah, blah. And we had a nice chat. And then he was like, okay, so now that we're done with that, (laughs) Uh I need a fangirl for a minute. And then he told me like about when he was a teenager and he loved my music because that's what he was like raised on. And like we got into his whole like kind of coming out story. And it was the sweetest phone conversation Mm -hmm. and we had never met. Uh And it was like, and we have so many mutual friends, yeah. but we had n- I hadn't met either of them. And so it was sucky because his offer didn't get accepted. Cause I really would have liked to work with him, but right. we were like Blake said, we were, did the national Real producers pride issue a few mm-hmm. weeks later and he was there. And, um, yeah, I just love them. I love, they're them. so much fun.
1: I've known Elliot since Elliot worked at sunglass hut. We oh. worked there together. Oh. And the first time I met him, uh, where manager, was this location? Uh, the Green Hills. Oh, okay. One. And the, the manager of the store was like, yeah, Elliot, he's straight. And I was like, where? <laughs> Not, nuh-uh. No. They're like, yes, he's totally straight. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and like, when he finally came out, I was like,
3: ha, 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 I no, win.
1: y'all. <laughs>
3: oh, well,
1: they're the best. I love them so much, especially when they show up to the drag show and they are both hammered. waste And like. That's the last time I saw them.
2: Yeah. They texted me while you might have been on stage. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, come to our booth. And (laughs) they were both just gone.
3: That (laughs) happened to me last time I was at play.
2: Oh,
1: it gets me every time I'm there, too. (laughs)
3: Apparently, I told lots of friends of ours, married friends that have wives, just not to fuck mine.
2: Oh. (laughs) You heard it here first. So there you go. Don't fuck her wife.
3: (laughs) The next day, it was like, well, that was fun when you told whatever you do, please just don't sleep with my wife. <laughs> like, oh, we had that conversation. Yeah, and you told me my house was worth like a hundred thousand dollars less than I paid for it. I'm like, well, I told you my house was worth a hundred thousand dollars less than I paid for it, so we were all <laughs> winning that night.
1: <laughs> those good drunk, like, let's just tell the truth the yeah. times are really fun because oh, yeah. you really learn some things about people yeah. that you're like. Well, I, I was never unaware of, of some
3: of those conversations until we were all dying floating in a pool the next day and it was like what did lila say last night and i'm like apparently i was winning last night
1: uh those those tiny little blips of a memory those are always the worst oh yeah kind of like tomato
3: fest last
0: weekend
1: what happened to me? I don't know.
3: <laughs>
1: I wasn't mentally there. I don't know
3: because by noon I was elsewhere.
1: Your body was awake, but your mind was asleep. My
3: body was a wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> my mind was somewhere
1: else. Oh my God. <laughs> that was me at brunch yesterday. <sighs> Like, during my second number, I was like, "Whoo! this song is better than I could imagine. (laughs) Well, we were like, parade starts
3: at 10. Let's start with Bloody Marys at 8. And then Mm -hmm. my wife and I just brought a handle over to our friends Morgan (laughs) and Jenny's house. And we were like, let's go. And then everybody was like, great. Let's get a big old tumbler to go to. And so we did. And then I got a call from Jonda Monday morning that was like, hey, boo, your tumbler's at the bar. And I was like, were you at the bar? (laughs) Great. Fun.
1: I was at the bar.
2: (laughs) So nice to see me. I'm back.
1: As always. Oh Oh my God. Where can we find you, whore?
2: You can find me at Mr. Mike Gill on all the things. And yeah. Where can they find you?
1: You can find me at TracyOnomey on all the things. T R A C E Y O T T O M E Y. And don't forget to follow Gay Space
2: on everything.
1: Oh, uh, like and subscribe.
2: Like and subscribe. We're on YouTubes now. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Oh, and don't forget to check out the radio show. Um, oh my God. Solar, solar Power Power. Water
1: water. Water. What? <laughs> no. Solar Power Solar, Bottom Hour. It? Solar Power Bottom Hour. Solar Power Power Bottom. Yeah. Well, that's you.
2: <laughs> that's <why> we <laughs> Say it that. three times uh, Every Tuesday, we'll bring you a new show. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.